Bienvenidos! <laughs> and welcome to the Ripple Effect Podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us this week, whether you are listening to this on the go or watching this online. Um, I am so glad that you're here. We are in the studio, and I've got Mr. Brian here joining us, and we also have Miss Rachel here joining us as well. And we are so... What's the difference between Miss and Mrs.? Mrs. is... What do you think the difference is? Miss is you're married. No? No. What's MRS? How do you say That's MRS? Married. That's married. Mrs. Yeah, no, but how do you pronounce that? MRS. 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 Yeah. Mrs. Rachel is here with us today. <laughs> I like how you threw that back on me. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> uh, and we are so glad that you're here. As always, this is a, a, a podcast that gives you some behind-the-scenes look at what has happened in the church and then what will be happening soon. And also, we get the chance to highlight a couple of things that are going to be important for you to know uh, as being a part of Timberlake Christian Church. So we've got the recap of last Sunday. We've got the TLCC top three announcements and the spotlight of the week. And as always, we'll end it with a blessing for you. But before we get to any of that, we have our weekly sponsor. And we've got a reoccurring sponsor this week. And uh, some of you could probably guess what this sponsor is. Uh, but we are going to be sponsored again. <sighs> it's still kind of warm. Um, I bet. That's been running nonstop. This has been running nonstop in the bathroom. It's been doing good work. And um, the reason that we're highlighting uh, space heaters is not just because it's super cold out, but because this past week, something stopped working at the church. Mm -hmm. What was it, Brian? Another heating unit. Yeah. One of our big heating units. Yeah. Um, now, so we have others, but we're running on like, it's like running on a couple cylinders. We have not seven, and we're currently have five operational <laughs> not good um but hopefully this friday we've got some guys coming out that mm -hmm. will will company coming out to look at them and uh hopefully they'll be ready yep. for sunday um, but we are grateful for the other remaining five the lobby is cold and the front bathrooms are very cold it's just very cold which so is why you may want to use a different bathroom that's why the space heaters get out on. of your routine for one sunday <laughs> there are different bathrooms in this church um but that's why we're sponsored by Space Heaters. We hope that you are staying warm, and we hope that you have uh, what you need, especially through these colder nights. We've got a couple more coming up, and then hopefully it'll start to warm back up. Mm -hmm. But there you go. Uh, that's the sponsor of the week. Let's get to a recap of Sunday. Uh, this past Sunday was very, 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 very cold, and we ended up only having one service, and we talked about that last week in the podcast. Um, Rachel, how was your Sunday? Sunday. What did did you do anything different because of the freezing cold weather? Um, no, we had a nice slow morning because there was no Sunday school. I didn't have to be here at you know before nine, and then which to be fair, I get here pretty close to nine. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shh, I have I have two kids, and it's hard to get out the door. Um, but then uh, we usually do a high school girls Bible study, mm -hmm. which we decided to cancel because the girls are driving themselves, and we we're like, yeah, I don't really want you driving out in that weather. Um, just in case something were to happen, so we canceled, and which is mm -hmm. kind of sad, but looking forward to it being warmer again because yeah. I really enjoy that time on Sunday nights. It was strange having usually on Sunday mornings, I'm out the door before they wake up, before my family wakes up. Um, 
and it was strange. Like I woke up and my kids were like, dad, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> like what was something wrong? Or I'm like, no, we're, we don't have to be there till a little bit mm-hmm. later. So we're all going to go together. Yeah. Um, and I got the chance to lead music and Macy got the chance to play bass and lead with me. And so that was fun. Um, so we enjoyed the morning and, uh, it was, I don't know if it made, it helped a little bit being a little bit later, but it wasn't that much. Um, Brian, you preached. Yep. How'd you feel that that went? Yeah, much better than December. <laughs> no, I thought December was fine, but yeah. I was just way more prepared uh, and less busy. Mm-hmm. Everything's better when you feel like you've given it the, the time. time it deserves. Mm-hmm. And but I, I agree. Sunday morning, I didn't have to be up as early as normal. Yeah. I came here and ran through the sermon. And still had time to go home and get my family. So it was weird. It was like, maybe this is what everybody else feels like on Sunday. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be so rushed and crazy. Ah, yeah. Um, I'm not trying to say we need to make some drastic changes. (laughs) But maybe every once in a while. See, I always get guilty. We talked about this last week. The idea of canceling a service. Or I always feel like, oh, man, this is going to be terrible. Like, I don't know why. Just because... I guess it's ingrained in me like you always have service but there can be some benefits mm-hmm. there can be some benefits to it or just a later service mm. I enjoy 1.15 enjoy in the afternoon our service <laughs> during my children's nap time oh that'd be perfect <laughs> yes no nursery needed we just have a room filled with kids sleeping, sleeping. babies yeah, well except idea. for Cashin <laughs> <laughs> he would not do that he would not um well, if you missed anything on Sunday, you can go to tlcc.church or catch up on Facebook. We are still in our Rewind series, and um, and Brian did a great job. He took us back all the way to, was it? April? March. March. Back. It was, I think it was like two weeks of March, two weeks of April. Yeah, when we did Covered in the Dust. Um, and that was really good. But one exciting thing that maybe people who weren't here uh, missed was we have some money news. Uh, yeah. Do you want to give a little quick snippet about that? Yeah, in case they weren't here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for one thing, our our year-end budget was really good mm-hmm. uh, because of some, I mean, obviously we had a lot of year-end gifts, but especially two or three yeah. large ones uh, that, you know, we don't receive every year, but they sure did help this year. And so we ended the year with a good cushion, I would say, because this coming year, we're challenging the congregation with a hundred thousand dollar match that came from one of our families. It's not from our church budget. The match isn't, it's from one of our faithful donors who um, just decided to challenge everybody else to step up and get the debt paid off this year. Goal is by the end of this year, this church will be debt free. Mm -hmm. Um, And, this church has done a very good job of being a good steward of the money that God has given them and that people have donated. And there have been some lean years where people took cuts and pay and where things didn't happen the way that they normally happen. And um, through faithful giving and through faithful donations and through good stewardship, this church is in a position, we are in a position to pay off debt uh, on this church building. And um, and we'd like to do that by the end of this year. And uh, thanks to some generous people who said, we, we know we're going to give this much uh, and 
also just saying, hey, as a family, we think we can do this. We think we can pay this off and it'll free us up to uh, not have to worry about those loan payments. It can mm-hmm. free us up to start thinking about, okay, what can we do with this extra funds uh, for the kingdom of God and to bless the community around us? So it's an exciting time and uh, we hope that you will um, consider how you can play a role in paying down the debt uh, for the church. Mm-hmm. So we'll, you'll hear more about that later in the year, but that was a big announcement that came out of Sunday that I wanted to make sure you heard. Okay, let's move on uh, from the recap to the TLCC top three top three things you need to know heading into this week. Uh, Brian, what do you got for us? All right. Number one is uh, for tonight, so hopefully you're watching this or listening <laughs> to it sooner, uh, but Wednesday nights are starting mm-hmm. 6.30 p.m. And that uh, kind of goes along with our other top three as well. It's all about groups this week. Okay. So Wednesday nights, of course, tonight, um, small groups are starting back up mm-hmm. if you're involved in a small group. Uh, and some of them happen Sundays. Some of them happen other nights of the week. Obviously, our Wednesday night groups are kind of a form of small group as well. But then we also have some... Uh, mental health, mental wellness groups that happen, and they're kind of staggering as they start back up, depending on what those leaders wanted to do. But next Tuesday is the one we wanted to let them know about because Grief Share is a really important ministry, uh, an important group, um, not only for our church attendees, but community members benefit from that as well Mm -hmm. through our counseling ministry. And that's going to be next Tuesday. January 23rd through April 16th is the next session of Grief Share, and it meets here at 6 p.m. each Tuesday. Yeah, so if someone uh, in your life or someone that you know has lost somebody or gone through uh, experiencing a loss, um, Grief Share is a great place for them. It's a great curriculum, a great program led by some amazing people that just not only helps you mourn and grieve the loss, but also gives you tools to help you um, cope and help you deal with, okay, now what do I do? And also, it's just a great environment to let you know that you're not alone. And uh, we've had um, some, many people from our church go through it. We've had many people from the community go through it. So it's open not just to church members, but it's open to everybody who might need a place to go as they mourn and as they grieve um, the loss of someone mm-hmm. close to them. So... so- all of the all of the information about our groups is available on the website tlcc.church you can click on groups or if you have the church center app you can click on groups there as well and it'll it'll list the mental wellness groups the uh, small groups that are open um, several of the small groups are full so you won't see them listed but if it has spots that are open it's listed there and then Wednesday night classes yeah. so for tonight, uh, let's just talk about the details in case they are listening to this today. We have your group. Bible study, uh, which is open to everybody, starts up in classroom four, five, four, six. Mm-hmm. We have student ministry programming mm-hmm. every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, yep. And then we alternate between being combined middle school, high school, and then um, every other they get to be by themselves. And then we also do a combined gym night. So, but tonight mm-hmm. is just combined in the okay. classrooms. So... For children, younger children, we have full slate from nursery up through elementary ages. Mm-hmm. So uh, that includes the preschool choir, yep. which is all of this starts at 630. Uh, and then other opportunities for adults besides the Bible study, 
general Bible study are women's groups. There's a mom's group as well as a general women's group. Mm -hmm. There is also a men's group that meets in the coffee bar. The lobby is currently not heated, so we're going to close that door. We're going to try to get it warmed up in there a little bit so we don't freeze to death tonight with the door opening. You guys are going to be cold. <clears throat> but we can tough it out, and we're going through the book of Daniel. Mm -hmm. Picking up where you don't have to have attended anything before. You're welcome to join us tonight, but yep. we are, we're just kind of general Bible study stepping our way through Daniel as long as it takes us. Yeah. So we're about halfway through right now, I think. That's great. So, yep. Those are our top three. There you go. TLC's top three of the week. you got Wednesday night starting up uh, this week. Small groups will be starting back up. You can check those out on the TLCC Church Center app, uh, or you can um, call the office if that's not your jam, and you say, hey, mm -hmm. I need to find a place to go or, or study to join. Um, and then uh, we have those care groups that are going to be starting up, particularly Grief Share, which is happening um, on Tuesday night mm -hmm. at six, six o'clock. Okay. Let's get to the spotlight of the week. And I was really, really excited about the blanket that, um, Rachel was wearing <laughs> and she chose not to wear it. Mm -hmm. Can you just describe it for us? It is a very fluffy blanket, um, that I've had since college and it just has cats all over it. And the, and the brightly colored cats brightly too. Brightly colored cats Purple, with scarves. Orange. And um, yeah, it's, it's um, you look at it and you go, wow, I totally understand you as a person. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's so me. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I was hopeful that you would wear that, but it's okay. It's warmer back here than it was yeah. over there. Yeah. Um, I, Rachel is here, not just for this alone because we enjoy having you here, but also specifically to talk a little bit about what's happening this Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, every year we have, I'm not, it hasn't been every year, but lately we've been trying to do more highlighting of our student ministry and our amazing students. And so we've done in the past student Sundays where the whole service is led by students and we have one coming up for this Sunday. So just tell us, my first question is what's going to happen? And then my next question is why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be basically like a normal Sunday except that you're not going to see maybe faces that you recognize um, because it's going to be led by middle school and high schoolers. So we have um, a student worship band that Caleb and Crystal Slavinsky uh, basically run mm -hmm. and um, they're wonderful and so they've been putting in a ton of work mm -hmm. um, coming up with um, a set list and we have students who are going to be bringing the message um, that are going to be giving your communion thought serving you communion so communion is going to look a little different we try to do something a little different um, so students are going to pass communion no um, students are going to be handing out communion last time we did it I had the brilliant idea, let's try to make our own communion bread. And I was like, we're never doing that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it was. Which was a little Parmesan like, over here, a little garlic like over extremely here. Extremely silly of me to think that it was going to be easy. So this time around, there's still going to be passing out elements of communion, but it's not going to be homemade. So And people are still going to get up and, and yeah, go get Yeah, still get up okay. and, and go to get the communion. Right. Um, and there will still be like gluten-free options, obviously. But... Um, yeah, so, um, like all of those things will be covered. The greeters will be covered. Um, students will be helping in the coffee bar, not like not doing it all, doing it all by themselves. Yeah. So your coffee will hopefully still taste <laughs> good, <laughs> but just helping and being there and trying to, um, and even Brian helps, 
um, like in the sound booth, mm-hmm. letting the students run slides and helping switch mm-hmm. cameras and all that. So like just giving students a chance to have some part in what happens on a Sunday morning instead of just coming and being the ones receiving. You know? now, now you're getting into the second question, which mm-hmm. maybe you want to keep going with that thought. Like. Why even do this? Because mm-hmm. some people are like, you know, well, this, this isn't the type of service I want to be part of, or maybe people get really excited about it, or they're just like, oh, this is kind of different. Why would we even do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, first off, I would say different always isn't always bad or, or wrong, and mm-hmm. having something changed up maybe helps um, bring you out of your comfort zone a little bit, and you just get to try something new. Part of why I think it is so important is because students are not like the church of tomorrow. And we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Students are part of the church today. Now they are members, they are participants, you know? Um, and so giving them just this little small part to play gives them ownership Mm -hmm. and it teaches them, I think how to serve with a humble heart to serve joyfully. Mm -hmm. Um, it helps them develop, um, things that they're passionate about. So like some of the coolest things have been, um, students asking ahead of time, months before, saying, when's the next student Sunday? I want to be a part of it. And this is what I want to do, and I've already planned it out, and, like, <laughs> they're ready for it, you know? And yeah. so, like, they are super excited to do it. Yeah. Um, and then as a congregation, you get the chance to say to them afterwards, thank you so much for what you did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, I loved what you said. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so just you get the chance to encourage a generation that you maybe don't interact with that often. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I just love everything about getting the students up on stage um, and having them be recognized. Is that what you would, if you could kind of, what would you say to people who are going to be attending this service? Um, Yes, you can enjoy it, but how, how can they best encourage the students as they see them encourage those that are participating in this service? Is it just, you know, saying a kind word, what, what would you say to like, how can they be prepared to bless the students that are mm-hmm. going to be blessing them? Well, if you're watching this, you have until Sunday, <laughs> you can be praying over it. Like oh, yeah. pray for the service, pray that God would use the words that these teenagers speak to encourage somebody, to challenge somebody, mm-hmm. um, to create change in the heart of somebody. And maybe that person is you. Um, so pray for them, pray that they would serve joyfully, that God would speak to them, that um, maybe they would consider um, doing this like full time. Like maybe they just do this and they realize, wow, I really love this and I want to serve God's church forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do that. Um, and then also, yeah, I think encouraging them with words um, and just your actions. And it doesn't have to just be Student Sunday. It could be every week. Yeah, so. yeah I think uh, some of the most impactful moments for me were when an adult came up to me and said, hey, I see this in you, and you did a really great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I was joking with, I can't remember who, um, I used to be a horrible singer. And I'm not saying that like, I'm not the, I don't think I'm the greatest singer today, but I can still, I can carry a tune now. <laughs> but like, it was bad. And I'm not just saying like, you know, that to be silly. It, my mother will tell you I was a horrible singer. Wow. But any chance that I had when I would sing, for some reason, people would still be, good job, Danny, good, you know, good job, you did a great, like, just the encouragement, you know, helped me to keep going and keep developing skills and keep trying. And I think it can make a huge impact on, I know in my life, it made a big impact, adults noticing, hey, you did something, 
you did your best. You tried. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm so glad that you did mm -hmm. and keep going. So I think it yeah. can be a huge thing. I uh, used to be in a teen choir. Ooh. I also did not. Tell us about was this. not very clear. <laughs> but um, after I practiced and practiced for months, there was an older woman in the congregation who came in and helped. Mm -hmm. And I was an alto. Um, and she said, wow, you're a really good alto. And I didn't know what that meant. And I was like, Ooh, I'm a good alto. whatever it is, I'm good at it. <laughs> um, which I'm not anymore. This is many years ago. But just to hear somebody that, like, I have respected this woman mm -hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Um, she's an incredibly gifted singer. And she's here telling me that she thinks that I am good and have potential. And I that was good. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, other ministries, too. But, like. Um, just like those are the things that stand out when you see somebody that you respect mm. and then they make a comment to you Oh yeah, and that sticks with you forever. Mm -hmm. So your words carry power, your prayers carry power. So yeah, be praying for the kids and, and encourage them. Did you have anybody tell you you did good at something? You're like, I'm really going to go after that now. Well, I was going to verify what she said because I think one of the big purposes of allowing, not allowing, encouraging uh, student Sundays or even just the routine incorporating of talented mm -hmm. students, which we do, mm -hmm. not all of them, but some of them, mm -hmm. uh, is very, sometimes it's verification of their calling. Mm -hmm. Like if they don't have an opportunity, I think about, I preached my first sermon when I was 12. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's Preston's age, right? And didn't you say you still have that sermon? I still have it. I can't. We need to bring it. It was back. on a floppy Talk disc. Talk about a rewind. We it need was, to bring yeah, the rewind. It was, I was going through old floppy disks floppy disc? when we had that old I just had a computer. conversation this morning about floppy disks. Yeah. And do kids even so have I, floppy disks? So I honestly converted it and emailed it to myself so it's not on just nice. a floppy disk yes. anymore. But, I mean, it was the most simple. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, there's going to become a day where I'm going to be like, I, I don't have anything to say, Brian. <laughs> I need the floppy disk. <laughs> and we'll break the glass and pull the floppy disk out. And I'm gonna well, it was a sermon. Thanksgiving sermon and the two points for thanks and giving. So. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you need? That's perfect. I love it. That's but right. I, I'll say this is a guy, a deacon in our church named Bud came up after the sermon. Oh, I Bud. still remember. He's like, you said more in like 12 minutes or however long it was than some preachers say in an hour. Wow. It was so good. Wow. Okay, I still remember that. And again, I didn't just launch into preaching. I've preached ra randomly mm -hmm. throughout uh, my ministry experiences. Um, I did preach in some little country churches. But, you know, you still doubt yourself sometimes. And you think about people like that who verified, yes, I see this is your calling. Mm -hmm. This is something God wants you to do. Same thing has happened with worship leading. I remember people specifically saying things when I had different paths I could take. Mm -hmm. One time I was considering, uh, you know, whether to do like uh, high school choir teacher or band director, you know, some of those directions I could have gone even with music. Mm -hmm. And um, one of my, what I consider a mentor, one Sunday in Kirksville was like, Every time you lead, he said, you know, different Sundays, this was a little country church. He was on the band sometimes. It was different, what we would consider to be different levels of excellence or quality from week to week for sure. <laughs> He's like, every time you lead, no matter who you have to work with, there's just a sense that the Spirit is uh, present through these songs and that God is worshipped. Um, and 
you just bring a, a I don't remember the exact word you used, but like a, a, the stage presence, like it's not about me mm-hmm. and it's all about what we're mm-hmm. doing in, in the worship gathering. And so throughout the years, I'm like, I never want to lose that. Yes, styles change and we do all kinds of different things. I'm a way different leader than I was back then. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to lose those attributes, which were sort of like the verification mm-hmm. of my calling. Mm-hmm. Well, in the students, as they, uh, as we give them opportunity and yeah. then respond to that, um, you know, some of them, we see that. Mm-hmm. We see they have uh, this level of giftedness that we don't know how, but they can use this for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And that's our job. And I know there is a there are students that for this particular student Sunday, like I have said to these students, I think you would be great at this. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm wrong, but maybe you don't feel the same way. But like I have seen these things in you, and I would love it if you tried it. Yeah. Um, and just giving them the chance to try it. So I get to work in the booth, and the last time uh, was it last fall mm-hmm. or summer? I, I don't remember how long it's been. I think it was but, April. Oh, so closer to a year. Yeah. Anyway, I was in the booth, and there's three people in the booth that's never served on a Sunday morning. They've done, you know, things with the student ministry, or they might have come up there and helped with something when their parent was up there, or mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, and then the camera person had never run camera here, as far as I know, mm-hmm. either that day. And it was so cool because I'm just like. I call myself the producer for, <laughs> for that Sunday. I'm just there, you know, if something so looks like it's going them. wrong, I yeah. lean over their shoulder and say, hey, you know, this. this is a way you could improve the mix or the, <clears throat> the angle, camera angle mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, they talk about, you know, at some point in your ministry, you do become like the supervisor, the mentor, mm-hmm. pass the baton. And maybe they're not quite ready for that yet. But it's cool to see that. Like mm-hmm. these are totally capable students who, a few years down the road, could be doing our job. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. If that's yeah. their calling. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why we want to continue to integrate these types of things into the church. Is because it's not just about preparing them for the future. Although there's that element as well. It's saying, no, you're a part of our church today, and we want, we can learn from you, and we also can encourage you as well through this. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up, and we're really excited about that this Sunday. So be praying, like Rachel said, be praying over uh, the day, be praying over the students, and also be ready to encourage them. Uh, even those that are serving, even those that are doing the jobs that might get not might go unnoticed, um, be ready to have a word of encouragement. And uh, that's the the uh, blessing of the week for you. Is comes from Proverbs chapter. 18. There's a couple parts in this chapter that talk about the power that we have uh, in our words. Um, it says, the, the words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is a bubbling brook. Uh, if you keep going a little bit further, it talks about how a fool's mouth is like a the snare. A fool's mouth is his own ruin. His lips are like the snare of his soul. But the words of a whisper are like dainty morsels. Just a little tasty. They go down into the innermost parts of the body. And, and kind of what we have said already is like those little meaningful words that were spoken to us even so long ago found their way down to who we are at our core and continue to, to push us on. And, and so the encouragement for us is to remember what verse 21 says. 
It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Um, we have the ability to bring life to people's lives uh, through the wisdom and the gifting of the Holy Spirit. When he gives us the words to speak, we have the ability to encourage someone and bring life to their life. Uh, life to their life? Hmm. Light to their life? Both of those things. Uh, we're talking about light. That's amazing. We are talking That's, about light. Yes, we are. that is what the topic is. But that can come first and foremost through the way that we speak to one another. So be mindful of the words that you use and be encouraging to those around you. And, and watch as, as God uses those words to bring uh, life to people. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining us on the Ripple Effect podcast. We hope you have a great rest of the week. And for those of you who are going to be joining us here tonight, we can't wait to see you as the Wednesday nights kick off again. And if we don't see you tonight, we hope to see you this weekend. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye.